Man, I gotta say, I, I really do like that part of the intro where it's I just fucking just love it every time. Uh, but uh, yeah. Hey everybody, how's it going? But yes, good. Yeah, we do pretty yeah. good. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> shout out to uh, the if y'all weren't here during the pre-show, you missed it. But hey, shout out to Chinese buffets. We love you. Yeah, uh, we love you for all of the 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 salty, sweet, deep fried foods you offer us. That are you have you have healthy options, but we never eat it. It's it's there. We could get the melon. We could get a sa- a side salad. But do we? Fuck nope. It's all Ooh. about just give me that fried meat smothered in sweet sauce, and we do, and we love you for it. Yeah. Shout out anyway. Uh, also, uh, small announcement. Uh, we oh. have a shout out. Oh to, yes, indeed. Uh, but but before uh, we do, before we do the shout out, let me just of course. Um, hey guys. Welcome to another episode of The Grand Slam. I am your host, Edgar, right here. And I'm here with my two lovely co-hosts, Mr. Will from South Texas and Robin Machuca. Hello. Hi. I am slightly buzzed. Hi, I'm (laughs) slightly buzzed. I'm dad. God damn it. Wow. I have dad and buzzed here? Buzz Lightyear? Where's... Where's... No! (laughs) I'm Buzz Aldrin. I was on the moon. Second, Neil before me. That's a joke because Neil Armstrong went on the moon first. So Neil before me. It's a God it's a wordplay. It. It's a pun. If you were anyway. Um, <laughs> oh God, we've got to show. Um, but yes, Mr. Will, we do have, have a, an announcement. Big announcement. Yeah. Um. So, everybody, if you're in our Discord, you might have seen recently that uh, Carl from Denmark has uh, paid the money and has boosted our Discord. So we we have better audio. Uh, we can stream things at higher quality. Uh, we've got uh, uh, more slots for uh, emotes. I don't know how to do that. Uh, maybe one of you in the community can help us be better at that. But we've got more slots for emotes. Uh, I don't know if I have to make those or if we can just steal them. And I, uh, if we have to steal them, are, are they at like uh, are they at like Wall Target or something? Uh, are they maybe at are they maybe at uh, CVBs? Uh, do I have to, do I have to go to the land of moat to get the eames? Anyway, someone can help us out with that. But, uh, this is like, you know, being, uh, uh having us, uh, a subscri- getting a subscription to the, to the channel almost, except we're not quite there guys. We, we need to push to get affiliate on Twitch. Yeah. So, uh, help us. Help us with that, bring, guys. bring your friends into the fold. H- help us get them the burger, because because we, I want to play Minecraft. Yeah. I I want to play it. 
I it's it's this is to the point where I'm 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 thinking <laughs> about buying the game more heavily than I used to. We already had Carl give us money for the Discord, and I'm a man of my word, and I want to play the Minecraft, so we need to get affiliate. We are yes, at, I guess, and... I guess you could say we are like at 46 followers at the moment on Twitch. We're really, really close to getting affiliated on there. We just need, we to... need four people. Yes. Four. <laughs> you, that means there's, it says there's seven people in the chat right now. Surely some of you have a friend. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, but some of you might, right? Yeah. Share it to share it to friends. Share it to family. Share it to the people around you. Uh, get them to know us, and if they like us, uh, tell them to give us a follow. And of course, once we get to the affiliate, uh, we get affiliated, then Will's gonna be getting Minecraft, and for sure, for sure, we are gonna stream it live on Twitch, one hundred percent sure. And it's not just any Minecraft; it's Minecraft Hard Mode. It's yeah. Minecraft. But on steroids and murder. Yeah, steroids and murder, which, again, I don't really know what that means, but, like, cool. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, also, we've got a YouTube. So, all of these people, you're going to help us get people to watch us, right? You, you, you've got a friend. All they have to do is follow. Yeah. And, and if they don't want to see us live, that's okay, but they followed, and that's great. And they can follow us on the YouTube we, we, we put the episodes on the YouTube, and we've got a Spotify. So if you want this podcast to be like a podcast where you watch it on your way to the work or whatever while you're while you're doing jogging at the gym and, you know, you just want to put your earbuds in, we got that too. Yeah. Uh, but that being said, thank you, Carl. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you to all of our viewers for helping us get this far. This is an affiliate push. I, yes. This is official. I think we can officially say that this is our affiliate push, okay? Yeah. We are pushing to affiliate. So, give us the follow. Get your friends here. Get the follow. Follow us on all this stuff. And of Join course, us in and keep, the yeah. Discord. And also, keep Boom. in mind, guys, it's like, you get a burger. It's the burger of your dreams. We're not the ones who make it. It's when you get it, it just comes out of nowhere. It's like, whatever burger you imagine in your dreams that you drool to and you want to like just eat that burger because like it's the best burger in the world that's what you're getting when you follow us and who, who knows maybe you could get a nice size cold paps blue ribbon for some reason <laughs> that's blue ribbon we're not affiliated the we're beer. not we're the not here that's for white trash um <laughs> wait up well, you wait a goddamn minute you wait a goddamn minute <laughs> you know what you know what that we're gonna have to no. This is what splits up the grand slam. Um, <laughs> this and this alone is what splits up the grand slam. Uh, no, well, we have different opinions on this, Robin. Uh, but uh, you know, other than that bad take, yes, you get a burger, and it's the best burger. Yeah, and it just happens. It just, just happens. Just happens, guys. But just, yeah, but, uh, show it to your yeah. friends, show it to your family, show it to everyone. Tell everyone in the world about the Grand Slam. Tell them to give us a follow. Give us a follow on anywhere and on the on the Twitch here. 
We got all kinds of people from different parts of the world. We got people from Denmark, from Canada, from Brazil, I believe. Yes, all the way from yeah. Brazil. Shout out to my friend Priviato, who's doing that Brazil thing. Uh, we are worldwide. We are Whether worldwide. Like not. And, and we're not just talking about our waist size. Oh, yeah, we're not ta- and we're not talking about Pitbull yeah. either. You hear that, Pitbull? We're coming for you. We're going to be the next oh Mr. Worldwide. We're the next Mr. Worldwide. We're going to dethrone you and send you back to... He's from Florida, right? I, think he's from... I don't know I don't anything know about Pitbull. I, I don't know anything about Pitbull. I don't know anything about uh, uh, Mr. Bad Bunny. Uh, <laughs> we were discussing yeah, him earlier. From, yeah, you got but it anyway. right. You got it right. Yeah, I got it right. Miami. Okay. They're apparently uh, big in the music stuff. I don't yeah. know. I'm a <laughs> music, you know? But uh, I wish them well. But yeah. we're coming for you, Pitbull. We'll we're going to be worldwide. Uh, anyway, we've, we've got to start this show. Yeah. But of, but of course, everybody. Today? Yes, but of course, everyone give a round of applause to Mr. Carl. Uh, for boosting up our Discord. Give him a nice round of applause, guys. Also, um, Sophie Carnivore says, uh, this is directed at Robin, clearly. You're tearing this family apart! <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> followed by JKJK, which I think he's JKing the JK. Robin, you are, in fact, tearing this family apart. <laughs> um, you are so hateful. Anyway, that's an inside joke, but uh, the fish man lives! Um, anyway, what do we got on the docket today, Edgar? Uh, we got two big things going on. Uh, I don't know which one we should start with, but I guess, I guess since, uh, you know, we're going to start with the first one, because as you can see, we got, um, the Oscar nominations, they just released the nominations, but you know what? We're going to twist it up a bit, like we did with the other one, because we are going to talk about, uh, the movie first, and... As of course, a, a sequel came out recently, and we're like, why not? Let's talk about the first one. And that is Eddie Murphy's Coming to America. Not Coming to America, the sequel. Coming to America. The first yeah, one. Yeah, so for clarification, com- there's Coming to America. Uh, that's that's Coming T.O. America. As opposed to the second one, which is Coming to America, Coming the number two America. You see how it's funny? They did a little funny. Uh, anyway. Could have done uh, that like, like how it should have been done for Splatoon 2. They missed the perfect opportunity to replace two in Splatoon to the to the word two. Like of the number. That's Splatoon. why they ought to hire us out in Hollywood to right. fix all this stuff. Hey, Nintendo, you know? if you need any help, call the Grand Slam. Yeah. Who, who yeah. Else hey, hey, De Niro, you need help with your De- next movie? You call <laughs> us. Clint Eastwood, you need help reading because you sometimes <laughs> do the thing where your eyes are really closed, but like you can see, we know you can see because you react to everything. Call the Grand Slam. Hey, Scorsese, <laughs> we're coming oh, for you. You were coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> It's gonna be us who's making the big movies now. <laughs> no, no holds barred. No holds barred. <laughs> you oh, know, God. Goodfellas. 
yeah, well, this is going to be bad, fellas. <laughs> so we got Coming to America, a movie that was directed by John Landis and stars Arsene, uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall um, in multiple roles, may I add. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. They did a... Uh... An amazing job at playing multiple roles, I feel, in this movie. They did um, it before Tyler Perry did it. We're so. coming for you, Tyler Perry! <laughs> um, <laughs> this episode's just going to be called The Grand Slam Comes for All of the Main, like, the big that's, stars. We're coming the, for you! That's the title of the video on YouTube. <laughs> we're, we're coming, coming for you. Um, Hollywood, Grand, we're coming for you. It, it's just called The Grand Slam is Coming for You. He's <laughs> coming for you. God damn oh, it. Jesus. Boy, what yeah. wish images has a threatening aura? A picture of Robert De Niro. Uh, <laughs> 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 so, well, yeah. it, is a, it is the movie that 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 is has an inspiring fictitious country before Wakanda, Wakanda hit the big screens, where we have Zamunda, the fictional um, African country that is so rich beyond its belief that it that it's like a it's a haven. We're coming for you, Wakanda! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! And he and the king. Is played by James Earl Jones, Darth Vader himself. Yeah, Darth Mu Vader. He's Darth is the, Vader. Is, is the Mu ruler of Zamunda. He's so, also Mufasa. You know, He's and Mufasa. Mufasa, and oh, and there's a line in the movie. Yeah, he he wears he, he wears the lion around him. No, but that too, right? But there's there's like a line in the movie where he says something along the lines of like he's talking to Eddie Murphy and he goes, "I am king of everything that I see." And I'm like, "Everything the light touches." Anyway. They must have that like the peop Disney must have like done a like an homage to that cuz this movie came out before Lion King did. Really? Suck it, Disney, we're coming for you. Yeah. <laughs> Coming uh, to America came out in '88, I think, and then yeah, Lion King Lion came out in '94. Yeah, <gasps> this was Lion. This, James Earl Jones was Lion King before Lion King. He made Lion King cool before <laughs> yeah. it happened. He made it cool, boys. <laughs> well before, before. Cool. God damn it! <laughs> but, but yeah, James Earl Jones plays the father of uh, of Eddie Murphy. And you know Eddie Murphy, he's all uh, his dad's like, "I'm gonna get you a bride," but he's like, "I don't know her. I want to find a bride of my own that I could I, love I, or stuff." I I want to find somebody that I can connect with instead of somebody that just follows everything that I say. Can uh, we can we talk about the opening scene before we get to the actual plot? Yes. Yeah. Like. Guys, the opening scene for this movie is like, first of all, they got the rhythm going it, where it's like opening up and it's like, you know, uh, like Hollywood's idea of African rhythm. Yeah. And then what's his name? The, the, the assistant, the, 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 yeah, the I, don't, assistant. I don't know his uh, name. Yeah, he is. Oha. His name Oha. is Oha, the royal servant, right? Yeah. He he 
just starts walking. He walks in to the room, checks his watch, and like all of these, all of these uh, musicians start like going into the balcony, and he like conducts them like <laughs> right at eight o'clock in the morning, and they start playing very very soft music, and Eddie Murphy just slowly wakes up to like a full orchestra playing very soft music and he opens his eyes and the royal rose petal girls are like just standing there with their basket of rose petals and they each in turn say good morning your highness and he just nods his head to each of them and then oha goes Happy birthday, your highness. And he goes, It is my birthday! Like, you know, you don't pay attention. (laughs) And then they throw rose petals wherever he walks. And he proceeds to show he does nothing for himself. Mm -mm. He doesn't take a... He doesn't put his shoes on by himself. He doesn't take a bath on his own. He doesn't take a bath on his own. He doesn't uh, use the potty to be very pg he doesn't use the potty on his own he He has royal wipers yeah yeah i was about to say he doesn't wipe on his own (laughs) he doesn't even he doesn't even clean his privates on his own yeah quote one of the bathing women uh the royal penis is clean <laughs> right that was the line and he's and he's and by the way the whole time he's just in the bath just casual as hell just like yes this is my life this is what i do this is uh how i operate as a royal prince of zamunda and like then he goes and just has breakfast and that's when the story the real story starts to like come together and then we in fact do learn as Robin and Edgar said that his dad the king who is played by Darth Vader James Earl Jones has gotten him a wife and And the, the guy who owns the big dog in the Sandlot you know like he that's who James Earl Jones played in the Sandlot. He's oh, the old yeah. guy. Yeah. No. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh. I'm happy that that guy moved up in the world. He's now yeah. the king of Zamunda. <laughs> and somehow he got vision. <laughs> no! Sandlot came after, so that means... Oh, no! That's his fall from grace! <laughs> no, wait, 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 wait. Wait, when would Sandlot come Maybe. Out? Hold up. Let me look uh, it up. The Sand Lot. Uh, the Sand Lot 93. came out in 93. Oh. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. That means he 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 went down from rank to that in the Sand Lot, but then he reincarnated into a king of the lions. This man had a time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a this is a strange this is a strange, like, ten-year period yeah, for he went from uh, the the nation of Zamunda. We should never forget. We should never forget that one phase where he thought he was a priestess for uh, for Pazuzu. <laughs> I am Pazuzu. 
That's a little Exorcist 2 joke right there. <laughs> when, <laughs> when did that movie come out? Let me I want to see that where that one came out. The it, Exorcist so, 2. Electric Boogaloo. That came out in 77. That was before he became the king. So so okay, so before he guys, we are getting off track, but this is gold. Uh before he became the king, he he did exorcisms. Uh he he also was a space Nazi. Whoa. And then he became king of Zamunda. Yeah. So so to to keep the to keep this like this timeline going. So at the same time he was he was he was he was uh Lord Vader, but also on his side job he was Pazuzu. Somehow, but he was he was also Pazuzu. He went he traveled he traveled to and from work to, from <laughs> a galaxy far far away to back to Earth to some demonic land where he's the priestess of Pazuzu. He's Vader that and Pazuzu and once that ended, he came back as um as the king of um I was about to say Wakanda, but he's the king of um he, Zamunda. Uh, Zamunda. Zamunda. The and then the original uh the just the original. That's it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> he, he came. He became the king of Zamunda, and then after that, he went down to the Sandlot. But then after that, he got reincarnated into Mufasa to become the king of the lions. That's a whole. And then twenty some odd years. <laughs> no shit, not twenty some odd years. Yeah, no, thirty years. Uh, you know, almost thirty years later, he decided no. I'm going back to Zamunda. <laughs> uh, and he did, and he took his rightful place, now older, and with a son that is of age. So anyway, you know, uh, we I haven't seen coming the number two Same. America yet, oh. but I will be watching that for spoiler alert next week. Yep. Uh... And uh, that's what we're reviewing. Yeah. Also, so, uh, but this week we're reviewing coming to uh, T O America. Yeah. <laughs> so also let's wanna, get back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, a quick thing: was this your guys' first time watching it, or was it just me? No. Oh, I have seen this movie several, several times. Same like, here. Yeah. This this was actually my first time watching Coming to America. With the T. Oh wow! Awesome. Yeah, Shit. I've I've always heard things. I've always seen a lot of other Eddie Murphy movies, but I've never seen Coming to America. So it's like this was whatever. What other opportunity than watching it now here? And then, of course, spoiler alert: next week we're gonna be watching Coming to America. But it, as uh, as for me, as <laughs> you know, for watching it for the first time, yee. Me like just yeah, that's the that's the review. Everybody, <laughs> 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 All right, play the credits. Anyway, um, but okay, so it's it, it's a pretty simple plot. I mean, like you know, mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy's the prince of Zamunda. His whole life's been catered for him, right? His dad is like the kind of his dad and his mom are kind of old school. So, like, he's a prince. We've arranged for you to have 
uh, <clears throat> to have an arranged marriage with uh, a colonel's daughter. Mm-hmm. And they meet, right? And when they meet, it's really cool because, like, uh, you know, him and his best friend, uh, Semi, played by Arsenio Hall, have been talking about, like, you know, what they want to do. And, you know, Eddie Murphy is like, I want a wife that, you know, thinks for herself and has opinions. And Semi is like, also believes in this, like, aristocratic bullshit where it's like, no, 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 no. Your wife uh, listens to you and does everything you say. That's that's the point. That's the goal. That's the best part about being, you know, royalty, right? Mm-hmm. So they they have conflicting views in this, uh, mm-hmm. and they meet the uh, the bride to be, right? And. <laughs> The, the <laughs> spectacle, the spectacle that they did in this movie, and they didn't have to, but they did it. They had Oha, the royal servant, sing in a, in a high falsetto, <laughs> your queen to be. That can't be and a- he just goes right back to being normal. He's just like. Okay, I did that. Like, <laughs> and then they have the entire like, like all of these dancers with these like really complex like clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And some of the clothes—they're not so much clothes; they're loincloths that are just covering the bits. But uh, bits. headdresses. They do this really amazing dance, and then. The bride to like, be arrives. The bride to be shows up, right? And Eddie Murphy's just like, I would like to talk to her very quickly. And they <laughs> they leave the room, and everyone's like, "What? What's happening? This this is not this is not what we planned. This is not tradition. <laughs> tradition. Different movie. Anyway, <laughs> tradition. Uh, very different setting. Uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, anyway, um. And, and and Annie Murphy and I don't even know her name. I don't think we ever like, know her name. I I don't know her name. I I think we I she think we get her up. name. She does show up. Oh wait, you're talking about the the one that barks, right? Yeah, yeah. That's okay, the one. we're getting to that. He <laughs> he literally is like Eddie Murphy's like talking to her, and he's like, "I want to know more about you." Uh, he's what a- do you like to do? And she, and she's just like anything you like to do. And he's like, no, 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 no. How about do you have a favorite food? Of course. What is it? Whatever your favorite food is. <laughs> and he's like, no, I, that that's th- this isn't what I want. I want you to have an opinion. And she goes, I have the opinion that you have. And it's like, <laughs> he, so he goes, no, from now on, I command you to not do as I say. And she says, no. no. And which is exact. <laughs> and he like looks deadpan at the camera for like yeah. half a second. Right. <laughs> and, and breaks the fourth wall because technically that's doing exactly what he wanted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to do exactly as I, I, I want you not to do what I tell you to do. No. Okay, that's following exactly what he wanted, right? But the opposite. Anyway, um, so you have, and he's like, so if I tell you to do something, you will do it. Of course, your highness. Bark like a dog. And she, she literally, arf, arf, 
Arf! A bigger dog. Woof! Woof! <laughs> Hop woof. on one leg. Woof! Woof! And she's hopping around. By the way, she is wearing a full-length dress with a train. A long train. This is like a 20-foot train on this dress. Uh, a train is the piece of fabric that follows the dress, for anybody not knowing. And it's all gold and beautiful, right? And she's gorgeous right mm. and she's hopping up and down on one leg going oof woof woof and then he goes make a sound like an orangutan oof 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 and like <laughs> then the king comes in <laughs> and james earl jones straight up is just like ah so you're getting along quite well and she <laughs> leaves the room hopping on one leg going oof oof Oof. The whole way out the door, and the guard like opens the door, salutes. She hops out. The train takes a while to get out the door. Then he closes the door, and him and the and Eddie Murphy and the King are just talking now. <laughs> we have to assume she is oofing and hopping the entire until spoiler alert. He Eddie Murphy gets back from America. Because by the title, he goes to America. Yeah. He might come back, right? <laughs> like, <laughs> she's just hopping. Just, oof. God damn. And, and, and so, like, around that time, that's when he tells his dad, he's like, oh, but his dad doesn't listen. He thinks that he just wants to go to America to travel to, you know, plant his Sow seeds. his royal oats. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's all like, I'm giving you 40 days uh, to travel. And then you come back and you marry your bride. And, and, <laughs> and so he goes, yeah, cool deal. And James Earl Jones just walks out into the room and goes, the wedding will be in 40 days. You may all go home. <laughs> Goodbye. And yeah. just leaves. And everyone's just standing there with champagne glasses going, uh, oh, get, the, get the royal baggage. Fetch oh, yeah. the royal baggage. Yes. I really think they missed an opportunity because what they could have done was fetch the royal baggage and then the the uh Ahu or whatever whatever his name what is his name? Oha. Oha says fetch the royal baggage. There could have been a trail of people just saying fetch the royal baggage. Fetch the royal baggage. Fetch the royal baggage. Like they could have done it all the way down the line, but you know, I thought that would have been funny. <laughs> and then it just cuts to the royal baggage, which is by the way, what guys? Like 30 pieces of luggage. Yeah, it's like they're, a, and they're huge. As they take up to the, and then they travel to America. Well, you don't gotta say it like that. I mean, I live here. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know. <laughs> but yeah, they. It, <laughs> so him and his his buddy, um, uh, Semi. Semi, they travel to America. But at first, they're like, "What place in America should we travel to?" They're like, "L.A. or New York." And then they're like, flip of a coin, and then they flip the coin, and they're like, uh, New York. And then they were like, hey, uh, what place in New York? There's a million places. Then they look at the map, and it says Queens. And then they go to Queens. And so begins. They go to Queens because they that's where they think they can <laughs> find Yeah. Queen. Where will we be able to find your queen? Look at map. 
Queens. <laughs> so, <laughs> and so begins the journey to going to America. And they, they they get on the plane. They go over. They got all the baggage, right? And Eddie Murphy, like in like really nice clothing, right? Like he's he's wearing he's wearing a cap that has like a a gold pin in it, and you know he he gets he steps off of the curb to get a taxi and he just straight up like you shall not passes it like his hand outstretched and the cab slams on his <laughs> brake and goes you dumb fuck and then like he flashes some money or something and says I would like to go to Queens and like looks at all of the baggage that he has and they load that in the cab somehow. <laughs> I don't know how they managed to get all the luggage. It's like an in instant cab, cut right? and they're like they're driving you see all the luggage. Yeah. And and the cab drivers changed his tune, right? Because he's got a good fare and they're probably going to tip and he's just like a couple of nice guys like you rich guys, you ought to be staying in Manhattan. He goes, "No, no, we wish to go to Queens." And he goes like, all right. And we are just African students. He goes, all right, whatever. Uh, you know? And uh, they, you know, where do you want to go in Queens? Oh, just take us to the most common part. Well, one thing Queens got, it's common. And, like, takes him to a dump, like, a very poor neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. And him and his buddy semi just get their stuff their all of their luggage is a big pile on the curb and they go well this is terrible says semi uh and then they hear new yorkers and they go to a barber shop and the okay. moment they step away from the barber shop all their shit gets lifted. Uh, and people go, take the big bag! And they, they just start stealing it's like, it's stuff. Like a, it's like a it's whole, hilarious. It's like a whole barrage of people just coming after the luggage and like, everything. <laughs> and they just take, take all. it all. And of course, the people that are in the uh, the barbershop are all played by uh, uh, Eddie Murphy and um, what am I, Arsenio Hall. Yeah. Well, okay. There's... Uh, one of the barbers is Eddie Murphy. One of the barbers is Arsenio Hall. There's two other barbers. Is it two other? I thought it was just... Wait. Well, there's... there's Wait. One of them's there's... Eddie Murphy. One of them's it's, Arsenio no, Hall. No, two, two of them there's... are two of them are Eddie Murphy. Are two of the barbers Eddie... Well, no, because the Jewish no. guy... The Jewish guy isn't a barber. He's just in there. He's no, that there. is Eddie Murphy. Yeah, the, that we're, yeah, the, we're not saying that it's not Eddie Murphy, but he's not a he's not a he's uh, not one of the barbers. Oh, he's not a barber. yeah. Oh, he's, so there's there's how, there's there's uh, Eddie okay. Murphy as a barber. There's uh, Arsenio Hall as a barber. There's another barber, and then there's uh, Saul, the Jewish barbershop customer. Saul. Uh, yeah. So. So the one white guy in the barber shop is is Eddie Murphy, but he's not a barber. Anyway, and they're hilarious. They're all funny. Uh, like, 
they're talking about boxing and like y- y'all should watch this movie for it, it, like it's got a lot of good scenes in it and the one the scenes in the barber shop are mwah, delicious uh, <laughs> so great how come every time I talk about boxing, a white man got to bring up Rocky Marciano? Rocky Marciano, that's their one. That's their one. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. <laughs> fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Who's next? <laughs> like, just so good. Uh. God damn it. <laughs> Uh, and then they and then they get to finally go to their, like, they, they buy, like, the shittiest, um, uh, like, apartment to live in. Because they, she, because Eddie Eddie Murphy wants to show that uh, they want he he doesn't want people to fall for him uh, for for him how being a prince. They want yeah. to fall for how he is as a person. Yeah, yeah. which it's, is understandable completely. Yeah, this is the by the ones I think the ones that the, the parts that make me laugh a lot are whenever like Eddie Murphy's like so excited and he he's he's like a big tourist. In the movie where he's all like, he yells outside of the Queens, he's like, "I love New York" or anything like that, and then you hear the audience and like the the common folks in the background, "Shut the fuck up!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, fuck you! And then he re- responds with, "Yes, yes, yes fuck, fuck you, because <laughs> he no right because yeah. that's not the language that he was raised with because mm-hmm. he's. A prince of Zamunda, right? Um, but there's a lot of great scenes where it's like missed connections like that, right? Yeah. yeah. And like, then, so they 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 go to the barbershop, all their stuff gets stolen. Uh, they find an apartment to live in. It's a bad apartment in a bad neighborhood. And Semi, played by Arsenio Hall, just hates it. He hates everything <laughs> immediately. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> they get settled in, right? And they say, all right, well, let's go find your queen, says Arsenio Hall's character, because he just wants to get back to Zamunda, back yeah. to, like, you know, high society. Yeah. He hates it. And they go to every bar in Queens. And there's a montage of them meeting women at bars and they the first woman they walk up to they're just both smiling and this woman goes i have a secret and they smile and she goes i worship the devil and they leave and let's see there's what 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 women do they meet at the bar they meet the woman who's has a lighter under her hand burning her skin who you, says i was they, joan of arc in my former life there's the two, is the the twins the creepy twins there, there the creepy twins well no there's the creepy twins. twins and then there's the other twins the creepy twins go in unison say this is the first date we've been on since the doctor separated us and it's like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, if you didn't have to say it in unison like that. Um, then there's the rapping twins. Oh, yeah. Who just like rap, and that's yeah. fine, but it's like not what they're looking for, right? Okay. Then there, there's the, the, the woman who's doing shot after shot going, I can't get a man who can satisfy me. <laughs> and they're both just like, goddamn. Um, 
And it's also the the one that's like she's discussing about her life and both of them are knocked out. Oh my god, yeah, who she just keeps uh she get she just keeps like constantly talking like yeah. not allowing them to even get a word in edgewise <laughs> just, i want to be a producer you know and then like produce my own films but star in my own film but like also direct myself you know because i also want to be a pop singer and a rock singer and i want to make music videos and be in the music videos and i want to produce those and they're just like, <laughs> like and then it cuts to the last one where it's just our senior hall in drag <laughs> and the lines are like I hope you don't mind if I came over here <laughs> deep voice but I've been uh, watching you all night I will tear you apart and that yeah. said to Eddie Murphy and then Arsenio Hall looks straight into the camera and is just like your friend too and Arsenio <laughs> Hall's character Semi like spits his drink out just you know spit take um, it's <laughs> so then they leave the bars and they they're they feel defeated because they're like we have been to every bar in queens and we cannot find a good woman and they pass the barber shop and eddie murphy playing uh is this all clarence the owner of the barber mm, shop okay. they're just like we are looking for a good woman in Queens, where do we go? We have been to every bar, and Clarence is like, "Can't go to a bar for a good girl. We're we're going to you go to the library. There's you good go girls at the library. Church is good girls. The thing I'm going to right now, the black, uh, it's like black awareness thing. That's like, what you just called it a black black awareness. Yeah, black awareness. Uh, there's gonna round. be lots of good girls there, and then he laughs creepily. And then they both go, and that's where we're introduced to uh, the love interest. What's her name? Uh, um, we, uh, no, that's the. I'll uh, be right back. Uh, uh, so <laughs> you have the love interest who's named. Uh, oh, where is she? Uh, Rose. Is it Rose? Yeah, Rose. I think. Let me double cheese because I see her name here. Mrs. Rose. No, that's not what I'm looking for. Oh, um, 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 I think it, I know, I think it is. Uh, Lisa McDowell, Cleo's older daughter and Akeem's love interest. Played by Sherry he Heedley. Mm. Um, so we see Lisa, uh, I forgot what exactly she's doing. I think she's the one who's running the uh, yeah, benefit. She's, yeah, she's running the benefit with her dad. And uh, and so as she's talking, uh, that's where Eddie Murphy's like he found the one, and so he's so it's it's just him like trying to like impress her or like trying to get on a date so she could be his wife to be yeah. there. And the first thing they do because they know that she uh, that uh, her she works with her dad who works who owns a restaurant called McDowell's, which. Very like looks exactly like McDonald's, but with a different shape. And, and that's part of the joke. <laughs> that it's the the joke. It's like, and they even explain it in the movie, which is great. They like uh, Mr. McDowell yeah. says, "Look, I'm McDowell's. They're McDonald's. They have the golden arches. I." Have the golden arcs. 
Uh, they have the Big Mac. I have the Big Mick, which is both of them are double meat, cheese, secret sauce, lettuce on a bun. But they use sesame buns. My buns have no seeds. <laughs> like the McDonald's people are always showing up and like taking pictures of him. And he's just like, you get the hell out of here. Um, <laughs> and in one of the scenes, we're jumping ahead a little bit, but it, this is just a side plot. So it's fine. Yeah. He's like reading a McDonald's manual that he's somehow gotten a hold of. And like somebody <laughs> comes in and he like s- slams it and throws it under his desk. And he goes, how can I help? Like, you know, he's like, <laughs> like trying to get the competition right oh such a funny story the side bit about mcdowell's mcdonald's right yeah god damn it (laughs) but i'm like and the whole thing is like um what i enjoy is just like the like eddie murphy's character going through the uh just him searching for his love to find the woman of his dreams to be his bride that part was that those were like that's what i enjoyed watching the uh through the whole film those were my those were my fun parts, and and a lot of the stuff they do was like it was pretty funny. I I, I enjoyed the little skits they do, like the people in the barber scene are very funny as well, and uh, Arsenio Hall's pretty it, funny too. Including in the barber, uh, one of the barber scenes, uh, a very young, uh, uh, help me out here, Robin. A very young Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. Who. Yeah, in there for like one scene, and then he leaves. Yeah, but a very young, uh, and then, junior. And also, um, Stefan never shuts up about this, but he always said this is his, this is his fourth film, is what I found out, not his first. But it was one of Samuel Jackson's first movies. Y- yes, damn. So. And he's uh, he's in this movie uh, in a scene where we're again we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves, but yeah. uh, oh, let, let, I'll summarize it real quick. Uh, Eddie Murphy and, the, and Arsenio Hall's characters uh, they both get jobs. Uh, what, the f- what the fuck is happening, Edgar? <laughs> oh, I'm giving you a, a quick summary music. Quick summary. Music. Oh, okay. That's totally what I thought that was. Um, <laughs> I thought you were just glitching out or some I, shit. I, I thought you were having what uh, I think is medically known as a fucking kind of attack. Like, <laughs> you know, uh, some kind of attack. Um, anyway, uh, Okay, uh, Eddie, Jesus Christ, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall. Ah! I'm having an attack myself. uh, Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall's characters get a job at McDowell's because, you know, they see uh, Mr. McDowell's uh, daughter, uh, who's in charge of the whole uh, black awareness rally. And it's kind of of Eddie Murphy's way of trying to get closer to her to... Right, because like that. he loves her instantly. He wants to talk to her, so he gets a job at McDowell's. Yeah. While they are working at McDowell's, which Eddie Murphy is like really gung ho about, he's like, "I want to do a really good job," and Semi hates it. Uh, but Samuel L. Jackson 
runs into the restaurant with a shotgun and says, give me all the money. I don't want to. And like, it's just a great scene because Samuel L. Jackson is being Samuel L. Jackson. Give me the fucking money. Meanwhile, Eddie Murphy slowly, uh, move like he he unscrews uh the the, mop. the handle from the mop head and like oh, yeah. walks up to samuel l jackson who the whole time has a shotgun and is just very calmly i need you to put the weapon down i will have to thrash you and samuel l jackson's just like fuck you and <laughs> then then both uh Akeem and Semi just like take this guy down. Like Akeem like sweeps the leg and bashes the gun out of his hand, and Semi jumps over the counter, grabs the shotgun, cocks it just as Samuel L. Jackson whips out a switchblade, <laughs> <laughs> and it, he's just like, I, you know, put the gu- you know put the gun down. You what is what what is it? You diseased rhinoceros like. Something like that. Something. Mm-hmm. You disease rhinoceros, something like that. And Samuel Jackson just like puts down the knife. And in in being rewarded for all of that work in saving that money, Mr. McDowell invites Arsenio Hall and Eddie Murphy to come work as uh, a valet and a bartender a party he's hosting. He didn't invite them to the party. <laughs> he invited them to work at, at the, the party. party. At the this party where we meet uh well I guess we've already met what what's uh Daryl is his name? Yeah. The, he, the, his, the one that his family owns that j- hair, gel hairspray company. Yeah. Soul Glow. Just let your because it's the 80s and jerry curls are a thing uh in fashion so you spray soul glow on on your hair and it it's 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 oil let's be honest it's it's just oil because daryl the all of daryl's family the jen uh j-e-n-k-s Jenks. The Jenks all have jerry curls, including grandmother Jenks. <laughs> so, like, D- Daryl's this spoiled, rotten dude, you know, not not like good people. And even though he has money, right? And, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Cleo McDowell, uh, Mr. McDowell, the owner of McDowell's, likes him because he's got money. And uh, (laughs) at this party, Daryl tells Mr. McDowell that he wants to propose to uh, his eldest daughter. What's her name? Lisa. Lisa. Wants to propose to Lisa. And Mr. McDowell is just like, done. I agree. Like, it's like her opinion doesn't matter in any of this. It's just like a yes. Uh, We are, in fact, going to have you uh, marry each other. Like, an arranged marriage. Oh, Oh my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Continue. Well, that was about a second longer than it needed to be. Um, <laughs> anyway, so they they um, Mr. McDowell and Daryl 
uh, both go out into the living room and they're they're like, hey, Akeem, uh, fill up all the drinks. Uh, make sure everyone's got one. I have an announcement to make. Hey, Mr. and Mrs. Jenks, Grandma Jenks, get up. And they get up on the couch <laughs> and there's oil that where their heads have been uh, resting against the couch. Just a big oil stain. And because Soul Glow. And they announced that Daryl and Lisa are going to get married. And Lisa's pissed because at no point was she consulted about uh, getting proposed to or agreeing. It was just like, they're getting married. So she's angry. And she, like, y- y- like asks Daryl to, like, go in the other room and, like, you know, rips him a new, a new one. Because she's mm-hmm. like, hey, next time you and my father want to get together to, like, you know, talk about how my future is going to be, uh, let me know. And then leaves. Boom. Eddie Murphy is able to get right back in there to be like, hey, I'm the good guy, remember? Ba-dum-bum. And like they have like this romantic type scene where they're like both on a swing set and talking to each other and uh, having a good time. And, and Eddie Murphy like is smooth and educated and charming and then uh somebody uh it's the younger sister right the younger sister comes outside and it's like hey akeem you need to get back in here to serve some drinks and Eddie murphy's just like i forgot i was here in a domestic capacity excuse me and like gets up and goes back in and like ruins the moment but like ah now we start seeing the love interest kind of reacting to eddie murphy more ah yes growing love they started talking they eventually go out to get dinner and all that jazz yes and all that jazz oh that jazz edgar's the only one that doesn't get it no i don't (laughs) i don't get it at all Uh, don't worry we'll uh we'll get you there uh and uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll we'll fix it in post. We'll um, fix it in post. Here we go. <laughs> uh, and uh, so you know, then uh, what happens right after that? Like they, oh, they start. Oh, they want to get dinner. They go out, right? Yeah. And uh, he, Eddie Murphy's like, uh, like wants to invite her over uh, to the apartment. Yeah, because he says like, I, but you must know, I live very poorly. Because that's the whole thing. They're not trying to be princely. Well, he had yelled at Semi <laughs> because it's it's the it's like the day after the party. I'm pretty sure Semi's supposed to have a a terrible hangover because he's been like drinking champagne all night, like just sneaking it right. And like he goes, "I'm not going into work today." And they're like, "Yes, you are, because you have to work." And he goes, "I do not have to work. We are rich. I don't have to do anything, right?" <laughs> Which true, uh, but he goes, "Well, you're going into work today because I don't want to make Mr. McDowell mad because that would ruin things with me and Lisa." So he goes, "Fine." I'll go and he goes and clean this place up and just like Eddie Murphy just like swats McDowell's wrappers and bags like off of a table. He goes, fix this place up. Well, as he's been gone with Lisa getting like, you know, groceries because they're going to have food at the apartment. Semi has used a lot of money and he has fixed the place up real nice. (laughs) There is a hot tub jacuzzi 
There are neon signs and big screen TVs, and the whole place has been remodeled. Yeah. And he walks in and is just like, ah! and like slams the door and is just like, excuse me, I will be right back. And they have a confrontation about like, we are supposed to be poor. He goes, but we are not poor. <laughs> we are princes. You know, well, he's a prince and Semi's just a friend, but, and like, <laughs> says, if you have ruined my chances with Lisa, I will never forgive you. And then, like, they leave because the story of the big rat. There was a big rat. Huge. Big rat. <laughs> and where do they go after that? They, they just like, for, they go they, walking out to go get yeah. elsewhere. And, and before they get the dinner, he, uh, he, gets, he gets that bag of money. Which is oh, like, yeah, which is, which is Arsenio Hall's pocket change. And then as, as they're walking, they see these two homeless men and they're like, here you go. And they're like, what did you do? And it's like, I just gave him some pocket change. Which, which, which those two, those two homeless men are from the movie Trading Places. This is the yes. first time we get an indication. Oh! Of this. this is a sequel. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Robin, your voice changed. Robin, why did your did Robin? Are you okay, Robin? You sound different. Where am I? <laughs> Whoa, there's two uh, voices. Another portal. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Robin, I told you one beer was okay. Two and no kid, no go. Hey, I had to finish it up. There was only one left in the fridge. Now look what you've done. Last beer. But hey, look what look, look what you've done now, Robin. Now you have two voices in your head. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. If he no, has two voices in his head, <laughs> then we can hear the voices in the head. Are we in his head too? No, no, this no, is no, all no, part no, no. of the same psychosis. All right, thank you guys. Will just blew my mind. We got to end the show right now. Thank you all for watching. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. But of course, that's no ordinary voice, guys. You guys know who that voice is. That is our special guest for today. The one, the only, the lovely Lori. Oh, hello, gentlemen. It's lovely to be back. Hello. You just caught us in the middle of talking about coming to America. But of course. Yes. But quick and thing. And what I was going to say, a quick thing that I was going to say was those two homeless men. This is the first indication. Of course, they're from Trading Places. Mm -hmm. So this is the first time we see one of Eddie Murphy's old world, movie worlds, kind of slip into this movie world. Hmm. And Trading Places is another Eddie Murphy movie with also Dan Aykroyd in it. Right. In that movie, the two older gentlemen, uh, they're these rich guys who were convinced that they could make anybody rich and they could swap, you know, anybody out uh, with this whiz kid accountant that's working for their business. They're like, you know, we could trade them with anybody. We could trade them with a homeless person and, you know, we could make them just as successful because money can change anything. Money Money controls everything. And they were saying that money's the root and that at the end of the day, Ooh. you know, it'll prevail over everything. Uh, so they end up finding Eddie Murphy's character and he's a hustler on the street and has some really great scenes in it. Uh, it was one of the first really big movies uh, that he did. Of course, that was John Landis that he worked with in that film. And of oh. course, John Landis came back to do Coming to America. Um, and uh, But this was the first time that they had teamed up 
Uh, and uh, in that movie, they switch Dan Aykroyd with Eddie Murphy. They switch their identities. And Eddie, uh, Dan Aykroyd all of a sudden becomes poor, impoverished. He befriends a young hooker but with who is a, played by a young Jamie Lee Curtis. And Eddie Murphy, of course, gets rich and uh, all of his wildest dreams come true. But uh, that's the thing um, they didn't expect is for, you know, the their pawns to grow consciences and evolve as characters themselves. Eddie Murphy, of course, uh, you know, is a lot of heart and he doesn't like what they've done and how they've ruined this other man's life. And of course, Dan Aykroyd's character, who for the first time in his life, took that silver spoon that was in his mouth and they shoved it up his rear end. And all of a sudden, he knows now uh, also that what they're doing is not right. So him and Eddie Murphy join together uh, using their identities to... Um, their new identities to bamboozle essentially these guys who are playing them and they end up making their huge company go bankrupt and they become homeless themselves by the end of the movie. Uh, These are the same two businessmen who are homeless, which is why you hear the whole scene. You hear that the music, the score in the background pick up and sounds a little different. And he looks to the other one. He says, Mortimer, we're back. And he's like, because it's a whole lot of money. A lot of money. And it's an indication that they're going to come back. We were always waiting for that Trading Places sequel because this was the kind of hint towards it. But uh, because uh, a lot of people say it's because of Eddie Murphy and John Landis's falling out, uh, of course, Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy didn't realize that there was even anything wrong between the two of them until he got to set. Uh, And it was because uh, John Landis, of course, had gone to court for the Twilight Zone movie. He had gone to court and Eddie Murphy was supposed to apparently show up and uh, he had asked Eddie Murphy to testify on his behalf for a character witness. And Eddie Murphy was one of the many who didn't show up uh, because they were trying to distance themselves from that whole helicopter uh, crash on the movie set of Twilight Zone where those two little kids and that man died. Um, And there was this whole suit. Yeah. And the creepy thing is, is if you watch the Twilight Zone movie, they left that footage in. Oh, of the helicopter coming down on those two kids and that man. So it's very eerie to watch it. But um, yeah, I digress. But yes, that was the whole thing. And they think part of the reason that a Trading Places sequel didn't happen was because uh, of the kind of rift that was going on at the time and the many opportunities that were coming up from uh, for uh, Eddie Murphy after that movie. So, yeah. but yes, yeah. there you go. But I mean, yeah, I'm I could, I could check out, <laughs> I could check out Trading Places because it's on Trading Hulu. Trading Places is, is really good. Watch yeah. it. It's, it's on really Hulu, good. so I can oh, actually yeah. watch it. So then it, then it goes, it then goes from <laughs> Whoa. there. To, sorry, I hit my, I hit the mic and it was almost. We heard. Uh, yeah. yeah, we heard, we heard you hit the mic. Uh, <laughs> so they the go whole world there. shooketh. So they go, they go to dinner, they end up dancing, and they figure out, you know, that they both have this really good connection with each other. And then they dance, and they eventually kiss each other, and that's the end of that scene. Oh, yeah. And then, you know, and then it's a standard, you know, standard story of uh, they dig each other, and then Daryl wants to get back in there, and uh, the, ki- the king shows up. The king has returned. James Earl Darth Vader Jones uh, <laughs> shows up to New York because uh, Simi 
wired the king for a whole bunch of money because he was just like, hey, guess what? We don't have any cash. Uh, we could use some. So he shows up because why do you need so much money? Uh, and asks, hey, where's my son? And Simi goes, uh, insert uh Kind of a goose chase because they go, the king and the whole entourage go to Mr. McDowell's house because that's theoretically where uh, Eddie Murphy is, but he's not. But Lisa's there and Lisa finds out that Eddie Murphy's a prince and she didn't fall in love with a prince. She fell in love with a regular guy. And uh, then they leave and they go to the uh, Waldorf Astoria. Uh, we will be at the Waldorf Astoria. And then Eddie Murphy comes back, and you're a prince? Oh, my God. And Mr. McDowell's trying to get him to stay there because the mm-hmm. king needs to show up to, you know, hopefully he wants the, the prince and his daughter to fall in love because money. Um and then they leave, and uh, it's a more goose chase, and Lisa and Eddie Murphy are on a train now. They followed each other. They're having an argument, and why didn't you tell me you were a prince, and I wanted you to fall in love for me and not for my money and crown, and uh, you lied to me, leaves. And then Eddie Murphy, who had bought – Eddie Murphy's character bought Lisa ruby and diamond earrings <laughs> – and she gives them back to him, and he gives these earrings to an old woman. He's just like, you can have these. I don't want them. They were half a million dollar earrings. And we know that because Arsenio Hall's character says, so you're just going to let her think that Daryl bought her half a million dollar earrings? <laughs> yes. Half a million dollars. Half a million dollars is a lot of money. This is the 80s. This is when half a million dollars was like half a million dollars. Do you know how much? Robin, give me a car from the 80s. Oh, uh, Lamborghini Countach. Yeah. Do you know how many Lamb- how many Lamborghini Countaches could you buy for half a million dollars? Robin? I don't. I don't fucking know. <laughs> okay. on the spot. Well, Robin, you're the guy I go to for car information. I mean, um, um, <laughs> fuck, like 12, 12. 12. Hold on, hold on. Come on, Robin, you're supposed okay, to stop. Robin, you're supposed stop. to be the uh, um, So anyways, uh, when it comes to the, the Edgar, uh, Ed, Edgar when yeah. it, uh, so anyway, yeah, uh, they, okay. they, they they you know, you, they, know, they, you know that old price, the old lady average, uh, average price of a Countach is $328,000. Is that today or back then? I don't know. <laughs> uh we're going to assume it's not back then cuz it was the 80s, so like you could buy like seven Countaches, right? Anyway, so these are. Uh, uh, I'll be your princess, says the old lady, and then Ernie Murphy just leaves. Anyway, um, <laughs> in the end, in the end, it works out because Eddie Murphy's mom actually can think past the aristocracy and, like, past, like, you know, what she expects of her son versus what her son wants, right? Mm-hmm. So James Earl Jones is like, okay, fine, but yeah. my son's coming back to Zamunda because because she because the mom tells the king like, why can't he lo- why can't he marry this girl from America? And he's all like, well, because she's it's not a tradition, it's not part of the rules. He's like, and she's like, aren't you supposed to be the king? And then transition yeah. to the wedding. 
and then yeah, who's the in wedding the, and the the boom. bride to be we don't see her face and then the reveal boom it's the girl from america <laughs> oh, there we go <laughs> <laughs> and, they, and they get married and boom they get married and they live happily really, ever that's that's really it <laughs> cue it. music uh, but that yeah coming to america really it's a very simple story but you know it's, it's funny it's a fun movie and i guess we'll start with mr will what is your overall thoughts and rating uh, for the pelicula overall thoughts ratings uh i'm gonna give this uh i'm gonna give this uh, uh, uh 4.25 it's a good movie it's a classic classic eddie murphy film 4.25, great comedy, uh, you know, just good stuff. Go watch it. It's, it's good stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and, of course, our, our our special guest, Lori, will go to you next since you just came in. What is your overall thoughts of this movie and your ratings for this película? I love this movie. I think it's Eddie Murphy at one of his best, one of his finest. Um, I love the the choreography in it. Uh, is probably one of my favorite things about it. Uh, I actually work for a dance studio. It's my part time job, and all of us. I think we were uh, this last weekend. We were at a dance competition, and we were watching the sequel at the place we were staying. And that's what we just keep talking about. We're just like, man, these choreographers just—they really really got some wonderful choreographers for this wonderful writing uh wonderful characterization work by eddie murphy and arsenio hall and overall i give it nostalgia nostalgically one of my favorites i give it a five robin what about you your overall thoughts and rating on this película i thought it sucked no i'm kidding (laughs) i really like this movie um, it's one of my favorite Eddie Murphy movies next to, uh, Beverly Hills Cop. Mm. Um, and yeah, uh, I, I'd probably, I'd give it a, uh, yeah, I think I'm with Lori on this. I give it a five out of five too. Oh, I think it's good. I think it's that good. I think people should watch it. Dang. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, for me. This was my first time watching this movie, uh, and I gotta say, I really, I, I was, I was very happy coming out of this movie, being like, this is a really good movie. I, it's the plot is simple. Some, some things are like I felt like they could have done a bit more with it itself, but I feel like just the charm between Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall was just fantastic. It was, it was just. And then, like, just the plot of him trying to find uh, a bride to be in in the Queens, um, are like the him learning about America is like the those are like my favorite parts about the film. Other things you really discuss in the film, but uh, it's it's because the movie itself is very simple. But it does that's not what deteriorates from it. It's it. it it, it it works really well. Every it, it's it's kind of tough to say things that are like what's already been said with this movie, but for someone who watched it for the first time ever, I really like this movie, and I'm gonna give this movie a four stars out of five. A four out of five. There we go. As you can't see with my hands, I'm too close to them thing. That's like four and the five. Four out of five. But yeah. 
And on, guys, to the next subject after this movie. There, a recent thing appeared to happen. A recent thing happened. Which is... Uh, a recent thing happened, you guys. Yes. A big <laughs> Moving thing. Moving on. Uh, now to the next thing. After the recent thing happened, <laughs> another thing happened. And, that and then th it was like a series of events leading to... That thing? Now. <laughs> Which that thing is the Oscar nominations. Oscar, oh, yeah. the Oscar nominations. Yes. Yes. Uh, after the Golden Globes, now we got the Oscars, and uh, we're gonna be and we're gonna look at the ones that we like and are are like um, that intrigue us more that we're more confident with uh, on uh, which ones, <coughs> uh, which ones we think are gonna win at the Oscars. And I'd do, say like the the the, fir the six big ones is the main ones to talk about, and if we have any special green lit ones we want to talk about then we could you know talk about them yeah. so like the big six being best picture director actor actress supporting actor and supporting actress yeah. and then if we want to talk about any of the other ones uh you know we'll you got you know chime in to say which one you would want to talk about yeah and uh, what about what, what, what mr robin why don't you start us off uh where should we start off first hey can can I do the announcing voice? Yes. Yes. Okay, Robin, what am I announcing? Best uh, picture? No, uh, best supporting actress. Best supporting actress. And the nominees for the best supporting actress are Maria Bakalova, Borat subsequent movie film, Glenn Close, Hillbilly Elegy, Olivia Coleman, The Father, Amanda Seyfried, Mank, Yoon Yu Jung, Yu Yu Jung. I'm trying to say it correctly. Yu Yu Jung. Yu Yu Jung. Minari. Minari. Yeah. I was got it. I was getting it. <laughs> Just because I have to sound things out with you know hooked on phonics style in my head doesn't mean I'm always <laughs> wrong about everything. I'm you not... jerk. No, let's see. Yeah, I I hear the judgment in your voice. <laughs> I hear God the judgment it. in your voice. I was trying my best. Anyway, um, those are the nominees. What are your thoughts? Well, <laughs> that I'm, sounded so dismissive. What are your thoughts? I'm I'm honestly I can go first and then I can lead, lead it off to Lori. Um, I'm split between Maria Bakalova and Glenn Close because I thought they both did really, really well. Um I I don't know. I, hmm. I I I am really surprised and really glad that Maria Bakalova got nominated at all. Yeah. I thought that was really interesting and cool. But I don't know. That's who I'm stuck between. But mm -hmm. What about you, Lori? So, uh, hands down, I'm Glenn Close all the way on this one. I loved her in Hillbilly Elegy. Uh, I'm a fan, though, of hers in general, of most of her movies. Uh, I was, I didn't get the points on the Golden Globes because I also voted for her on the Golden Globes. Uh, but, of course, she didn't win. But uh, I'm going to stick with her. I always tend to go with my gut, and my gut's telling me Glenn Close, so. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go agree with this one because I'm, because for me, who I want to win, Maria Bakalova, 100%. That's who I want her to, I want her to win so bad. But who I think is going to win, I think Glenn Close is going to win. 
That's that's what it could be a surprise and it might be um I'm I really don't want to butcher her name uh from Minari. Uh Mrs. uh Yoon Yo Jung. Yoon Yo Jung. She might be like a surprise winner in this one. The thing that's interesting with Glenn Close is that she uh she's nominated for both the Oscar and the Razzie. Mm-hmm. Which I think is funny. <laughs> if any of you guys don't know, the Razzie is like the worst movie awards yeah so for the, and I same, don't know, for the same uh character i don't know i oh. think it's i think it's i think it's like one of the good awards i think there's a very fine line between you know the really great acting and oh they went too far and made it too much like a character um and i think which that hillbilly elegy has been accused of being just a caricature of uh uh i mean hillbilly people i mean i've I've seen that i've seen people online saying yeah don't watch this movie because my life is not like your oscar bait and point taken but this is oscar bait right this is like oh look uh sordid white people like let's let's give glenn close the oscar uh which by the way i'm uh not uh i haven't seen i haven't seen the hillbilly elegy yet I'm gonna watch it it's on netflix why wouldn't i but uh i'm mm-hmm. i'm it would be sound money to bet on glenn close for this i'm gonna pick uh the dark horse and go maria bakalova nice nice, <laughs> nice. Uh, uh shall we move on to then best supporting actor will best supporting actor and the nominees are sasha baron cohen Daniel Kaluuya, Leslie Odom Jr., Raul Rossi. It's Paul. Paul, what the fuck? How did my (laughs) dyslexia fucking work me over like that? Paul, we can fix it in post. Fix it, Edgar. Fix it in post. So, Leslie Odom Jr., Paul Rossi, Lakeith Stanfield. Enfield. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Like yeah. Judas and the Black Messiah. Which then that brings the question: Who's the main actor? For yeah, the I, movie? I was telling this to Robin a while ago. Couldn't they uh, show? Because none of them are like nominated for best uh, actor in a lead role, but it's like both are like in a supporting role. I'm like, wait, then who's the lead role in Judas and the Black Messiah? Wait, they're both supporting. There is no lead. It's all supporting. This is this is new wave cinema. There is no lead. It's all supports. But like, which who, is how the movie stands up so well. Mm-hmm. It's very well supported. Who yeah. would be the lead though? That's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I, I um, anyway, I, I'm going for Daniel Kaluuya on this one. Uh, I think he was really really good in the, in this movie. I still need to watch Sound of Metal. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard really good things about yeah, that. I know Santa Melt on Amazon Prime. Honestly. Yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 between those, but because I don't think so, I, I don't think Sasha Baron Cohen's gonna win. I don't like I don't know. But my mind is leading my gut it's kinda leading actually to Paul Rossi for Sound of Metal. I don't know why, but my gut's telling me to pick him because he might be the one that wins it. My guts my my belly and my gut are telling me that like to pick Mr. Paul. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Daniel Kaluuya. Uh, 
I just love Judas and the Black Messiah to death. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it was fantastic. I actually watched them fairly close together. Uh, I think I actually watched them on the same day. Mm. Uh, trial of Chicago 7 and then uh, Judas, Judas and, the Black. and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Uh, and I just really loved them. I loved how they contrasted, um, uh, but yet they still intertwined. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, that's what I'm going to go with. But I do think Sound of Metal, yeah, that he has a really good chance too. Mm-hmm. The underdog, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so, Will, what about you? I'm gonna go Sasha Baron Cohen uh, for his uh, for as, as as Abby Hoffman in the Trial of the Chicago Seven. Yeah, I, just I, love that I, movie. I also keep forgetting that you don't have HBO Max, so you can't. Yes, see I know. I don't have. Hey, I don't have HBO Max either, so I can't. I, 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 but Judas and the Black Messiah is a movie I've been. I really want to see. It's been on my list for so long. It's really good. It's been on your list for so long. It just came out. Well, when it was announced. <laughs> Like when the first trailer was released, you know? I don't know words, Robin. Yeah, fuck you, Robin. <laughs> Jesus. You made Edgar feel bad. <laughs> this is it. This is how the Grand Slam gets broken up because Robin is so hateful. Can y'all just cause, can y'all call me Yoko just for the remainder of oh this episode? <laughs> <laughs> simply simply because I'm the only girl here while it's breaking up. Oh my god. <laughs> Standing on a dock in Southampton trying to get from Holland to France. And the man in the Mac said you gotta go back. Will. You know he didn't even give us a no place in the budget for the rest of this song. Alright. Uh, <laughs> that was the song uh, The Battle of John and Yoko which is, uh, which is uh, a group Yoko. called Called, uh, the crickets, of course, the crickets. and they—they they are, of course, from Park, Southampton, England. Uh, England. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we're on to best actress, Will. Uh, best actress is uh, Viola Davis. For uh, <laughs> uh, Andrew Day, the uh, United States versus Billy Holiday as Billy Holiday, um, Vanessa Kirby, uh, Pieces of a Woman, um, Frances McDormand as Nomad, as and uh, Carrie Mulligan for uh, Promising young woman as uh, Cassandra Cassie Thomas and this is NPR (laughs) (laughs) Um, okay Um, I'm still going to go for Viola Davis oh thank you Um, Lori what are your thoughts the award for at the Golden Globes Viola Davis 100% Edgar. Just like, just like he's really good. Uh, I'm good. I, uh, my thoughts is like, I, I'm thinking Viola Davis gonna win, but I also have a feeling I think they're actually gonna give it to Frances McDormand. Astounding. Um, I am actually going to go with uh, Andra Day for the United States versus Billie Holiday 
I just feel that the story uh, is quite good. The acting was wonderful. And I feel that the Academy will recognize Andrew Day's performance as being top tier, which is not to put down the other nominees. Um, I think that sufficiently uh, shows my position on the subject. And I'm sorry for yelling. <laughs> Should we um, move on to I, yes, best actor? Best actor. God damn it. And the nominees for best actor are Rizamed for Sound of Metal! Metal, metal. Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P. Goat. <laughs> I can't do that anymore. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna do like that. I just, I, I, I astounded myself at my own stupidity. Chadwick Boseman for Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Uh, Anthony Hopkins in The Father. Uh, Gary Oldman in Mank. And Stephen Yun in Minari. Thoughts? I think. What did you say? <laughs> I think I'm still processing if I heard that right. <laughs> Pardon? Uh, no, no. Uh, I'm going with Chad Jake Boseman here. <laughs> what I what I had said was Chadwick Boseman, R.I.P. Goat, which is greatest of all time, as the young oh, kids no. are saying these days, right? Oh, oh no. Oh, no. <laughs> Oh, That's no. what I thought you said. Well, listen, he passed away, and it was sad, and he was the greatest of all time. So R.I.P. Goat, right? Is that not the hip cool thing to do? I mean, that's. What, I mean, everyone, like, yeah, a lot of people online do that. Oh my god, I think you broke Lori. I can't tell, I can't tell if she's laughing or crying. I honestly can't. Okay. I thought I was being hip. Okay. Well, te well technically you were being hip because people do say that online. See, people say that online. Oh, but when, but when, when, like you know, uh, an over, an over, uh, when an, uh, fuck, I, I, when a slightly over the hill uh, uh, person is like, oh, R.I.P. Goat. Now it's funny. Okay, well, fine. <laughs> You know what? I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna say Chadwick Boseman wins it because yeah, R.I.P. Goat. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, Robin, your thoughts? Um, I, 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 it's going to be Chadwick Boseman, and I'm gonna vote for him. But I also, I also want Gary Oldman to win. Yeah, I'm going for Chadwick Boseman as well, cause that man, he gonna win. It. Laurie, thoughts? <laughs> And we're out of time. <laughs> to NPR's My Thoughts of Your Thoughts. Uh, we will be back next week for Your Thoughts of My Thoughts on a Tuesday afternoon. <laughs> we will, of course, have... I think I think she said Chadwick Boseman is her pick. Ah, yes, she okay, can... Chadwick Boseman. And we I'm have afraid to say it because I'm afraid I'll just... I'm just now calming down from the laugh. <laughs> We'll move on then. Yes. To best director. And we have directors. Uh, they are the best uh, that we have. Um, we have uh, Lee Isaac Chung for Minari. We have Emerald Fennel for Promising Young Woman. 
we have David Fincher for Mank, Thomas Vinterberg for Another Round, and Chloe Zhao for Nomadland. What's interesting about Thomas v- um, Vinterberg uh-huh. for Another Round, that one's also nominated for Best International Film. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. So, which we will not be covering. Um, we will not be covering any international films. <laughs> not on this podcast. Not ever. Oh my God. Uh, I, I want to say David Fincher, but it may go to Z- Chloe Zhao mm-hmm. because she, she won it at the. Of the Golden Globes. You know what? I, I'm going to still stick with David Fincher for Mank. I mm-hmm. really, really loved Mank. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, I, I, Mank I, is still my vote, but like, mm-hmm. I just feel like it's going to go to Nomadland. I don't, for me, I don't know why, but I don't think so. Because I know she won it for Golden Globes, but I, my, uh, I'm going to go with my gut again. I, my gut's telling me I don't think she's going to win this one. It might be wrong. My gut might be stupid right now, but probably is. But, I mean, I think I'm going to actually give it to da- uh, to Mank, to David Fincher. I know, I know usually it hasn't happened for quite a while, though, where usually when the when the director wins Best Director, that is usually the movie that wins Best Picture. Mm-hmm. But it didn't happen. Last year was Parasite, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. Parasite so, won this year. So, yeah, it won both best director and uh best picture mm-hmm. um but yeah i mean who knows yeah because i know wait who didn't black Klansman was the only one that won that one won best original screenplay or adapted screenplay i think so i don't know i'm choosing make final answer mm. uh will what about you Okay, so he's not listed here, uh, which I think must be a mistype because I'm choosing Martin Scorsese um, <laughs> because Martin Scorsese always wins uh, Best Director. I think he should. Uh, he's Martin Scorsese, even though we're coming for Martin Scorsese. We're going to take his title of uh, uh, second best eyebrows in the business um, uh, because, uh, as we know, he has the second best eyebrows uh, right after Eugene Levy. Uh, and we, you know, we're, yes. we're coming for Martin Scorsese. But yes. uh, Martin Scorsese is going to win Best Director. And I'll tell you why. Uh, he made a documentary in 2020 that was released January 8th of 2021. And he should win. I haven't seen the documentary. Uh, I just know. That, uh, I didn't laugh at your comments. Uh, I didn't laugh at your comments, Robin. You're being rude. You're being rude. Robin, you're being rude. Okay. Uh, Martin, I haven't seen this film that Martin Scorsese has uh, directed. Uh, I don't know the name of this film. It is in front of me. But I, I do not know it. And uh, it is apparently good. And so I believe Martin Scorsese will win Best Director, even though he was not nominated. I am putting that on the record. And it is officially 
my view for this uh, 93rd Oscars. Ooh. There. Um, Edgar? I'm choosing Mink. Because I know No Man Lad won for the Golden Glows, but I don't think that most mainly means she'll win for the Oscar. But who knows? My gut's telling me to uh, go for the Mink. So we have several people for Mank, and yes, I'm alone for uh, Martin Scorsese. Okay, well, <laughs> I believe Martin Scorsese will win, but uh, I think y'all are gonna have egg on your face after this. Uh, <laughs> well, now uh, it appears that we're down to uh, best, best picture. picture, and uh, the uh, nominees for best picture are. Uh, uh, can 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 we get a a, a drum roll or something? Uh, and the nominees are okay. Enough with the drum roll. <laughs> the nominees are the father, Judas. And the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari, Nomad Land, Promising Young Women, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. Okay. Uh, oh, hmm. who would like to go? Edgar, you go first. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be Mank. Might be. I don't think it's gonna be No Man Lad. But my gut's saying. What are you telling me, Mister Gut? Okay, gotcha. Uh, we're me and my gut are gonna go for Judas and the Black Messiah. Okay. Uh, well, what about you? Um. Well, I think uh, I think the Trial of Chicago Seven. It's a great movie. Uh, it's uh, it's a movie I've seen, which helps. Um, I've heard good things about uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, um, but I've seen Mank, and the question is, is Mank better? The trial of the Chicago Seven. Do I think that Mank is going to win the Oscar over the trial of the Chicago Seven? Could Mank win? Yes, yes, it could. I think Mank is going to win. <laughs> okay. I think it's going to be Mank. And I'll tell you why. Reasons. Yes. Reasons. <laughs> oh. That's some very good reasons. I'm not going to lie. But it's, it's pretty good reasons. Um, yeah. Lori, what about, what about you? Is she alive? <laughs> oh, uh, um, I'm gonna do Trial of the Chicago Seven. <laughs> oh, oh, excuse, wow. excuse. Sorry, uh, um, I don't know what's happened to uh, your did, voice, but uh, did, did, <laughs> did, did Lori? Did you take another bottle of beer of Robin's? 
Um, I had to go pick up my. I had to. I had to leave and go pick up, pick up my daughter. But my pick is Trial of the Chicago Seven. That's my pick. Okay. Um, well, this is, a, this is a really bad impression of Lori's voice. Very. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very bad. Very very bad. bad. Um, I could be. I could be a dam levy. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, then I can be Dan Levy's sister in the in the show. David! 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 David, why, David, why are you yelling so much? I'm Moira <laughs> <laughs> oh, Don't touch my um, wigs! They're delicate! The names are Beatrice and Potter! <laughs> but yeah, Lori, Lori told me when, when she was leaving that her pick is Trial, trial of the Chicago 7 for Best Picture. Um... Oh. My pick is Mank. Um, I really like Trial of Chicago 7, um, but I think it's going to go to Mank. One of it being is that it's just a really... I think it's just the better film of all of them. Um, and it's a movie about the industry. Typically, those are very big with the Academy. Mm. Uh, so... But I wouldn't be mad if it goes to Judas, goes to his trial... Um, I'll be a bit mad with Nomadland. I don't know why. I don't know why. <laughs> that one will irk me for some reason. Um, but yeah, that, that, that that's my pick. Is Mank, and that's Lori's pick. Is Trials Chicago Seven. Um, so that does it for the six. Um, <laughs> should, uh, uh... If anybody does anybody have any? Uh, ones that they want to point out that they would want to talk about. Mm, I mean, with uh, we already know who's going to win Best Animated Feature. It's going to go to Soul. Yeah, so then why talk about it? But uh... <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm just saying that's the obvious one yeah. that I know it's going to win. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about Original Score because I know like a lot of people say that it's going to be Soul, and it's like I wouldn't be mad if it's Soul because then Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross get another Academy Award. But... I want Meg to win. <laughs> I just think that just is a better soundtrack, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but who knows? They might win the know. award. They might win the Oscar for Soul, or they'll win the Oscar for Meg. Hey, shout out to Soviet Molotov. Uh, another uh, heat. Uh, yeah, f- buddy of mine. I met on the lines on Twitch here, so hey, he's in the chat. Hi, Soviet oh, Molotov. Sh- Shalom. Hello. Uh, but uh, that rat. Uh, fuck, that was anticlimactic. I'm sorry. Uh, let's see. Uh, and that's the Oscars, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Edgar, we can fix this in post. Um, and those are our choices for the nominees. Uh, I, I think that's it, right? We're not going to go into any of the other ones, please. Right? No. 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 Okay. Good. Those are only those, those are the only right, important right. ones you need. Yeah, I, I usually, and as everybody knows, I'm sure by now, I I usually don't really care <laughs> about, about award shows. I mean, it's fun. I love the pageantry and oh, the outfits, and oh. every man wears the same tuxedo, uh, so it's fine. Like, um, anyway, I think, I think for me, I just like it because you find you get there. 
it's just that recognition for certain movies. And yeah, there's a lot of controversy with um, the Academy because of like, in terms of controversy is like, do they choose a lot of black actors and black uh, movies and all that stuff? And like, I remember that was like a big deal when Chris Rock was hosting um, a while ago. Do you remember Edgar? I don't. I know he was the host in the Oscar. It was like this whole thing where like um, Will Smith wasn't nominated or something like that. And it wasn't just him. It was like other movies that were that were really better films. But a lot of them had like predominantly uh, like black casts and all that stuff. Mm. And they just didn't get picked. And um, a lot of people say that it had to do because like the Academy is filled with a bunch of old white men that uh, it's it's that has something to probably do with it a bit. And yeah, it does. It definitely does. We're coming for you, Hollywood elite old white dudes of the Academy. Exactly. <laughs> we'll get um, to you before you go to your grave. Um, <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but of course, ladies and gentlemen, we ain't done yet. We got one more segment. And that segment is the untitled segment idea. So without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to play the intro, which is a one, a two, a one, two, three. The Untitled Segment Idea. And of course, um, let's start with uh, you, Mister Will from South Texas. No, uh, let's start. Let's not start with Will, because I'm a hateful person, and fuck Will. Whoa! It is my turn. Whoa! So I will flip the tables on you, Edgar. What, what? what is your? What is the most recent movie you have watched oh. or have played a game? Boy, tables have turned. Yes. Um, what have I recently been doing? Well, I will tell you. I have recently been playing because I just bought the game yesterday. I know, right, Rico? It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the breaks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Turns right, have so, tabled. So Edgar. <laughs> so yeah, I recently bought a game for the PS4, a small little known game as God of War 3 Remastered for the PlayStation 4. And I wanted to play it again because I haven't played it since it was first uh, released because I remember playing it back in Mexico. Because fun fact about me, I know a lot of people were like, oh, their first rate, their first M-rated video game they played was like Grand Theft Auto or something like that. For me, it was God of War. And I play and I've always had I'm I'm a big fan of the God of War series. I love playing them. And I'm like, you know what? I want to I want to play the third one. I know the third one's on the PS4. I it's a shame they don't have the trilogy on the PS4, uh, may, I really hope they do. They bring the trilogy to the PS5. That would be fucking amazing. But I'm yeah. playing through God of War 3, and yeah, it's a pretty good game. The combat's fucking fun as it was back in the day for me, and I'm excited to continue go playing. Right now, I'm on the section where 
it's like in the beginning because I just started playing it this morning, and uh, it it it's in the beginning, and I'm un in the underworld where Hades is, so I'm trying to go and kill Hades. So I'm still yes. like in that section there. So uh, yeah, I've been playing some God of War three. So that's what I've been doing. Now, Mister Robin. Yes. Uh, now it's me. I was because oh, I was the get one that who demon out of you. <laughs> It is my turn because I was the one who took over and turned the tables on Edgar. Because Edgar <laughs> oh thought God. he'd ask Will first, but I said no. I said, <laughs> I said no. I am a hateful person. And I say, because I'm a hateful person, fuck Will. It is Edgar's fault. <laughs> we are not break right down there right now. I swear I will. You've done you've done insulted Paps beer. You've done insulted me. And if I'm not corrected, I believe one time you questioned my beliefs of Chinese food. It is gone <laughs> like Donkey Kong, sir. I'm driving down there right now. Oh my You're god. <laughs> <laughs> Oh I'm the wind flowing this shit. <laughs> I'm making over sound effects myself. Oh my god, Will, what the fuck are you doing? Ah! Oh, 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 god. Ah! oh god! Anyway, uh <laughs> Hey Robin, uh what have you recently uh played, watched, read, etc. 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 Well, <laughs> I've been playing this game called Steep, and it's a snowboarding yeah. and skiing game. Is it fun? And it's very fun and very mellow, especially when you get high, which we don't condone. But no, we don't. But, like, god damn it. You enjoy yourself? It's a good time? It's relaxing? Yeah. Yes. Well, that's very relaxing. Good. Pretty good. Yes. Well, what about you? <laughs> Uh, well, uh, recently I've, uh, decided Pistol Whip. I've decided that, uh, Pistol Whip Robin, uh, I've decided God. that, bam! Uh, Ow! No. Fucking hell! Why did I feel it those first two times? You've well, just been slapping me that I got numb in my head, Will. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes when we're doing a bit, we forget things. Uh, <laughs> anyway... Um, we don't we don't condone violence here on the Grand Slam, and all of this has been uh, in jest because uh, we're we don't we don't uh, we want we don't want business Daddy Bezos to yell at us. Okay. Um, recently, I have uh been playing a little bit. I've been kind of shifting around games. I've been kind of restless, guys. Mm. Kind of restless with my games, like. I'll play a little bit of a game and like, eh, I don't, you know, I don't know if I want to play this anymore, uh, at least right now. But I've been playing a little bit of Red Dead online and I've been playing with some friends with that. And that's been fun. Um, and honestly, kind of doing like not story stuff, just like going out and hunting animals in the game and like you, you sell them. And I don't know, it's just very relaxing looking mm -hmm. for deer on the plains and like running around the forests and running your horse seemingly into trees every damn time because <laughs> your horse doesn't go left when you want it to. And it's, you know, it's relaxing. 
but that's been doing a lot of that. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, it's, it's right. you know, it's been fun. Um, but yeah, I've, other than that, though, I've been a little bit like shift shifting over with different games. I'm thinking about giving Fallout 76 another try. Hmm. There was the update for it uh, some time ago with the uh, Brotherhood of Steel, I believe. And yeah. I don't know. I've been thinking about it. So if any of y'all out there play Fallout 76 and want to, you know, aimlessly wander the wastelands with uh, with Will from South Texas, uh, let us know in the Discord and maybe yeah. we can do some things. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah. Well, that's kind of what I've been up to. We got Edgar. Uh, we got Robin. Uh, we got we got uh, hateful Robin. Uh, we got no. me, Edgar. Yeah. Um, I, <laughs> that's uh, I guess uh, since we all did the entire segment idea, I guess that's a that's a good way to uh, end the end the show. Of course, um, tradition. Tradition, but of course, different movie set completely. <laughs> anyway, he goes to America. And, oh, just kidding. God damn it. But but of course, guys. Before we go, make sure to give us a follow on Twitch. Tell everyone, tell the world, tell your friends, tell your family, tell anybody that uh, to follow us on the Grand Slam. We're real close to getting fifty followers, so we can be affiliated, and we'll make sure to stream Minecraft Hardcore Mode live. We need like four more people to follow us. Okay, yeah. four. All there's seven of you in the chat. One of you's got a friend. Okay, <laughs> tell that friend. Follow us on Twitch. You know what? Here's the thing. They don't even have to watch us. We would prefer if they do, but they don't even have to watch us, all right? We just uh, need four bodies to fill out the seats so that we can take it to business daddy Bezos and go, please, sir, may we have a crumb of employment with you? Please. We want to be able to get the Twitch uh, subscribers so that we can get three dollars in the mail for every once in a while please sir i want to play the minecraft in the hardcore mode the viewers they demand it i want to do it we got to get it done all right help us help you help us yeah yeah and of course, if you're not, if you weren't able to catch the stream today, you could go and uh, in a couple of days you could go uh, watch us on YouTube, or you could listen to us on Spotify. We got previous episodes on our YouTube and on the Spotify, and of course, give us a subscribe there and a follow on the Spotify. Also, if you are not on the Discord but you want to be part of our community, join the Discord. We have a voting poll right now about like what kind of episode we should be doing uh, specifically right there. So, um, and with all that said, um, we're going to head out. We're going to go get some stuff. Some of us are going to go eat. Some of us are going to go sleep. Some of us are just going to watch something real quick and all that stuff. And without further ado... I'm driving down to Robin's house right now. <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> back. I, forgot, I forgot that I only I only whooped one of your ass cheeks. I gotta whoop the other. Oh my god, he's got a he's got an iron. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's not he's squirting me with the fucking water. <laughs> and with that everybody, Wait. we're gonna end it off right there and goodbye. Bye-bye. 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 B